Welcome to the Family Photography Marketing Podcast, where we dive into the world of marketing and help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Fiona, a marketing expert with 10 years of experience in the family photography industry. And in each episode of this podcast, I'll be sharing my insights and strategies for successful marketing to help you navigate the ever-changing landscape of digital and traditional marketing techniques. So whether you're just starting out or looking to fine-tune your marketing approach, this podcast has something for you. So join me and let's get started. Hello, everyone. Today we are going to be talking about getting over the feeling of post-season dread. And we're also going to be talking about post-season reflection. The reason I think it's really important to talk about the season that we just finished right now, even if you're kind of still editing and still getting galleries out, is because sometimes our brains are almost overly optimistic when we wait even a month out. So if you were to reflect on your fall in January, you may no longer be feeling the overwhelm that you feel now about delivering client galleries or how many sessions you had or the demanding emails that you're getting or whatever it is that's making your season either really good or really hard, I think it's most helpful to examine those things now as opposed to waiting. And so I created a little PDF that I'll post for you guys in the episode show notes, but I'm just kind of going to go through it. And this is about how to reflect on this past season that we just went through. So it's a simple exercise, it's not overly complicated, but I just do think if you want to either amplify what you did this fall next year or decrease areas of stress or overwhelm that you experienced, now is the time to get it down in writing because of the cyclical nature of our businesses, what will happen, and we'll talk later in this episode about that dread feeling where you're busy, 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 and while there's stress and frustrations and all sorts of emotions that go along with being overwhelmed in a creative business, it's also extremely overwhelming when suddenly those bookings stop and there's nothing on the calendar. And if your family relies on you financially, it can literally debilitate you. So first talking about the reflection in this little document that I made, I ask you to describe your past season in one word. And I think the one word is really good because you're not allowed to bring in a whole bunch of words. So the way you can measure this is if things felt good, that word will probably err more on the positive side. And if things went bad, it it erred more, more on the negative side. So then we want to talk about the biggest wins of the season and the biggest challenges. And so from my own experience, I told you guys how I totally messed up my booking by adding way too many dates. So I ended up shooting a lot of sessions and it was a good test of my booking process and what I can handle. Um, I had never shot that many sessions in a short period of time before. And it's not something that I necessarily want to do, but it empowered me to know that I could do that if I needed to. The biggest challenges were technology, um, finding time, setting boundaries, getting galleries out on time, all of that stuff added a lot of stress. And so when I look at the challenges, I can say, how can I decrease those challenges when fall swings around next time? And hopefully the idea would be you'd keep this PDF filled out with your answers 
in your pocket until summer when you're starting to think about fall and you can pull it back out and say, what challenges do I want to decrease? And then the other section is the wins. What were the wins of the season and what of those do you want to amplify? So let's say you'd never done studio sessions before and there was something so freeing about not having to worry about the weather and being in an indoor space and being creative in a new way. So if you know you love those things, how can you amplify those sessions? I promise you that if you don't do this work now, you will fall back into the same habit. And I've done this myself where I have loved shooting in a studio in the winter, but somehow I forget about that in the summer and I book a ton of outdoor work in the fall to the point where I don't have a lot of time to go in my own studio that I own. So until you are able to write these things down and then bring them back out and plan on the emotions that you feel when you're in the thick of it, you will fall back to seasonal booking habits that you've done in past years. So from there, we talk about the lessons that you learned from the wins. Like maybe, like for me, it was a win, an unexpected win that opening my calendar in July, so if you've listened to the podcast, you know I traditionally have opened my calendar on Black Friday and I'll have dates all the way through the end of September in there. With my girls' current soccer schedule, I don't have enough information about my family schedule to do that. So I've just been doing spring and summer in the fall, in the Black Friday and then opening the rest of the calendar in July. That's what I tried this year. And I didn't know if it would work and it did. And I really liked it because I don't have this pressure right now to book anything in fall because from the data that I received from marketing last year, I know that I can do that again. However, if I wasn't keeping that at the forefront of my mind, I could completely forget that I did that and have some other completely different booking strategy that maybe wouldn't work as well. So lessons that you learn from the wins and lessons that you learn from the challenges. I know now that I need to have a little bit longer of a turnaround time. I've always pride myself on having a quick turnaround time for client galleries, but I need a little more wiggle room in fall simply because there are so many other things going on in my life. The next part on this page is people who supported you during this busy season. And I think this question is really important because we don't know what it's like to be married to us or the child of us or the friend of us or the family member of us um, in a cyclical business. So a lot of people will complain. I always think about this, like they'll say, oh, my husband is a, or my wife is a tax accountant. And, you know, we barely see them in April. And that could be exactly how it feels to be on the other side of a relationship with us when we have such a seasonal seasonal oh, seasonal or cyclical business. So I think it's really important if you had a fall that meant a lot to you or was meaningful artistically or to your family financially, or you just really were able to, people in your life gave you space and time to complete the work that you need to do while that should be an expectation. I think it's really good to remember the support that you had and also document if you didn't have enough support. So I remember when my girls were little, I really struggled to explain to them that when I was sitting on my laptop in the living room, there were portions of times where they could come up and I could talk to them and do all sorts of things simultaneously. And then there were times that I just really needed someone else to be fielding the questions. And if my husband wasn't there, there wasn't anybody which got me into this thing I never liked of sort of 
pushing them away in a way they didn't understand. And so that's when I was able to hire this girl. This is when my girls were like five and six. She was maybe 12 and she came to the house and she was basically a mother's helper and she didn't really need much money because she was 12. So I think I paid her, and this was back in the day, like $7 an hour or something, but it was so worthwhile that she could get them snacks and do things. And I remember that that need arose because I had looked back at the previous season and been like, it's not that I need daycare. It's not that I want the kid, that the kids need to be physically away from me all the time. It's just, I need someone who's standing in between me and their questions and needs. And that girl who was a young child herself, but old enough to get snacks and help with toys and come up with art projects was just the little fill that I needed to be able to actually work. So when you look back at the support you had or did not have, it can give you clarity. So if you're looking ahead, and in this season, it's a very interesting transition because for many photographers, unless you live in Australia, New Zealand, or somewhere else where your seasons are switched, right now you're going from busy, busy, busy to not much on the calendar, especially if you live in an area of the country like I do where it's rainy. So my options are much more limited. It's a lot of studio work. It's a lot of snow minis if I'm doing that sort of work at all. At this time of year, I really focus on my education side of my business. But if you don't have that, what does that look like for you? Okay, so I think no matter how small or non-busy or busy this season is, it's good to brainstorm a couple of words that you want the season to feel like. So even if you're not doing a lot of shoots, what Could it be a a season of education? Could it be a season of support? Could it be a season of learning something new? Could it be a season of expanded creativity? I think it's really important to not just go into a season, especially with a sharp transition, with no expectation. So in this one, this PDF here, I did two sections, one of small manifestations and one of big manifestations. Now I know I'm not a particularly like woo woo person, but I do like the idea of just putting ideals out into the world and constantly checking in on them. So if you have something that you think would be really cool to work on, on winter season, then you can list those here. And even if it's something big, like you would love to find and book a studio space for spring motherhood sessions. That could be like a big goal that you set that's not necessarily happening, physically happening in this season, but the work of booking that does happen in this season. So maybe it's that you're working on your productivity, your habits, your whatever it is, like just have a plan because it can make that feeling of dread much less overwhelming. Speaking of dread, what can often happen, and this has happened to me in many seasons past, is I'll come off of busy season. And again, my family relies on my income. So I know there's, I know a ton of photographers who literally their income is just fun money and there's nothing wrong with that, but that is not how it is in my family. And so no matter what, I have to bring in income unless I've saved pre-planned and saved a ton of my fall income to have winter completely off, which again is another thing you could do if you were knowing going into that season that that's what you wanted, right? So again, this idea of looking back, taking stock and planning forward is so helpful. So four ways that you'll put your push yourself past your comfort zone this season. So maybe you know that looking ahead to winter 2025, and that's how my brain works, I'll look to the next season 
And if I know I don't have what I want, like for example, let's say you have been always wanting to try in-home lifestyle sessions. This is just an example, but you don't have any in-home lifestyle sessions to show. And it's really hard often to book something that you can't show. So could you for a reduced fee do three in-home sessions and create a bunch of content around those, but don't share it. Keep it close to your vest, in your vest, close to your chest, near your chest vest zone. You keep it there and then launch it next fall so that you have that content nobody's seen before. And you can have those sessions come out on the market at full price. And suddenly you have something that you're really looking forward to for winter. And then that that ball just rolls forward every year. So could you put yourself out of your comfort zone to add something new to your offerings that only happens in winter? So this says four ways you'll push yourself back past your comfort zone. And this can be completely outside of photography. So it could be joining a local community group, which again, I'm a big proponent of in-person marketing anyway. So it does have to do with your photography because you'll be putting yourself out in your community. Maybe it's that you do something you've never thought you wanted to do. Maybe you start a book club for your clients. We have an Airbnb on where we live. And I know Airbnbs are very controversial right now, but we've really worked hard to make ours kind of this oasis and it's definitely stands out in its area for what it is. Um, But I'm in charge of marketing for it. So my mom and I run it together and we, I came up with this idea that I think would be really fun to do a book club, a an online book club that's hosted by our cottage because we get a lot of people who come and they just want to relax. It's very calming atmosphere. A lot of people come there to just write or be away. It's up on a bluff. It has a view of the water. So how could you create something like that? That would be fun. Even if it has nothing to do with your business, are there ways that you could put yourself out there a little bit within your community that expand as a byproduct of you putting yourself out there, expand local knowledge of what you're doing. And then just, again, pick a word, hopefully a a positive word, that you want to embody for this next winter season. I really look as slower season as a way to ingrain productivity habits within my own business. One interesting thing that happened with my marketing experiment that I talked about of posting on Instagram every single day for a month, when when December 1st rolled around, I felt completely weird not posting because it had become this really ingrained habit in my brain that that was just something I did every day. And that's really powerful, especially if it was a habit or something pertaining to marketing that you trained your brain to do every single day. Even if it was every single day throughout the winter, you are going to look through your past galleries of the past however many years, you know, you can go back a couple years and organize all of your images into spring, summer, and fall marketing folders. Even if you trained yourself to do that every single day, think about how much you'd be setting yourself up to market going into 2024. So I hope that um, that part was helpful, the reflection. And then really quickly, I want to talk about this feeling of dread because I do, I don't want to be like a mental health professional or give you mental health advice. I was a psychology major, but that is not (laughs) pertinent here. 
I um, really struggle with the transition between being really busy and then not having anything really showing up on my calendar. Part of it is I am an absolute workhorse. I love to work. I love to make things. I love to create. And whether it's good or bad or I need an intervention, I love having things in the pipeline. I love working on things. And of course, I do have things that I'm working on, but it hasn't been the same level of making, creating, sending out galleries, shooting, editing, all of those things are components of my job that luckily I enjoy. And so I just want to say that if you really struggle with this transition, you're not alone. Um, So I really have to work on my mindset and the thoughts that I think about myself at this time, because this is when comparison and Um, all of those sort of creative business owner where you're a creative business owner, but you're also a creative artist, all of those negative thoughts start to creep in for me at this time of year, mostly because I'm not as busy as I was. So I have time to actually lift my head up and look around and see what, see what everyone else is doing. And if it feels like everyone else is busy or they seem to be completely content going into a season where they're doing nothing for four months or whatever it is, I can be, it can be really damaging to my own brain to overthink in those ways. So I just want you to know, because I don't think people talk about it enough that you're not alone. If you feel those things, um, I started getting really bad nighttime anxiety this time last year. Cause I would just kind of lay awake and be like, you have nothing on the calendar. No one likes you. You're not just like these extremely unhelpful thoughts that were coming through. So I really worked on controlling and containing those thoughts and examining if they examining them, if they were true or not, and then expelling them from my brain. And coincidentally, my girls who are in middle school also are, you know, struggling. They're just becoming more aware humans. They're in tricky social situations. Middle school is just rough. So I was able to do that work with them. And I feel like it's helped all of us. So if you feel alone, open up, If you feel like you need someone to talk to, you can always send me a DM, but I just haven't heard enough people talk about that transition and that feeling of dread. So I want you to know that it is real and it can be really debilitating and it's okay to ask for help either from family or friends or a mental health professional. Um, Okay, so coming up, I promised myself as a good little marketer that I would continue to talk about what is going on in my world. So here are the updates. My friend Tara, who lives in my town, we are going to be doing a local business five-week intensive on Bainbridge Island. So if you are a local business owner, there's actually a lot of people who listen to this podcast who aren't family photographers. So by chance, if you are not, and you can come as a photographer too, but it only makes sense if you're local to me, and we'll be talking about local marketing strategies and doing some learning and having some co-working and it'll be really fun and that's starting in February and then if you are a photographer I'm also doing my virtual small group marketing mastermind starting on January 22nd so I'm really excited about that the women who I've seen come through are awesome and they have such big ideas and they've just all been kind of stuck in the same rut, which is that they know that posting on Instagram as their main marketing plan isn't really working and definitely not going to get them where they want to be for 2024, but they're just not quite sure what to do. So that's what the marketing mentorship slash mastermind does is help you come up with a personalized marketing plan to 
go into that year and get the bookings that you want and have all of your systems in place. So if that's something that is interesting to you, I will put that in the show notes as well. And then, like I said, I will include this past season uh, reflection PDF so that you can work through those if you want to. And I will be back here on Thursday for another episode and I will see you guys then. Mm -hmm.